Welcome to Alter Hero Comics Presents. I'm Alex. And I'm Adrian. I'm Jared. I'm Laura. And we are without a mark this week, because he has sports balls to attend to. Sports. Um, they're sporting the sportiest, and he, his kid is sporting, like, no other sport. I don't know. It's a basketball tournament thing. I don't... Is that where they kick the ball around? That, that's when they shoost the ball, I think. Ah, okay. And hoops, and... With the foos. The foosball. And the net. The net. I don't know about the foos. Uh, I don't think so. That's... I like the one with the foos. Uh, the foosball is made by the devil, I think, according to Mama from Waterboy. Everything that's made by the devil by Mama. Pretty much. According to Mama. So, uh, yes. So, now we're back on topic-ish, or I'll try to get us on topic. <laughs> now that we're back devil? on mark. <laughs> now that we're... We are just a funky bunch. There's no Marky Mark. Um, that's why the band didn't continue without him, because... You need Marky Mark, but that's okay. Uh, this week, we'll talk about some comics and other stuff and whatever comes up, I guess, comes up. Wait, is that where we're here? Comics? Uh, sometimes. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, we do board games, too. And oh, well, we should have picked a board game for this week. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I can talk about board games. That's fine. <laughs> but let's start with my starting topic for this week. I was talking to a customer on Wednesday. Al, I'm talking about you, if you're listening. I know you do listen to the podcast, so yay. Thank you for listening. Uh, he was talking about independent books. He's like, oh, I don't want to try a new indie book because it's a lot to invest, something I don't know about. So I came up to the conclusion this morning, like, all right, we'll talk about what is our favorite indie books. So indie books are books that are not published by Marvel or DC. Anything else is on the table. You know, it's interesting because um, I used to tell people that there's, like, no rules when it comes to indie books. So, you could get some really great stories without much restriction. And so, people could just do whatever the heck they want. And I really like that. Well, I think that's part of a bit of an ev evolution of a reader. Is you start with the Marvel and DC because that's what you know. And then you might start getting bored with that because so many people are only going to die and be resurrected so many times. Versus an independent book, once they're dead, typically they're dead forever. Sure, sure. So, it's just more of a no-holds-barred sort of thing. That's why I picked up uh, uh, Mercy this week. Um, it's that image book. Uh, I saw the uh, the article in the comic shop news, and it talked about, you know, mysterious murders and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, hmm, that sounds like it could be good. And then it had like a sh little picture of the first page, and I'm like, I'm going to try that. And that was one that Mark and I were able to get an advanced copy of, and we were impressed with it. So, we were like, all right, we'll definitely bring it in the store then. And then I added it to my pool list. Don't forget to add things to your pool list. Yeah, it's hard to complain about not having it if it's if you don't put it on your pool list. Oh, I can find a way to complain. <laughs> or you will put it on your pool list, and I'll put it on the shelf <laughs> on accident, because I read your copies. Never live it down. That's <laughs> interesting that you guys had an uh, advanced copy for something that I requested, and... I didn't get a chance to read the advanced copy. Well, at least you got to read the regular copy, though, once it came out on sale. I mean, if you're there more than once every other week, then... I was there twice last week. Yeah. It was the same day, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so let's go over some of our favorite indie stuff. Jared, of the everyone's here, you've been at the comic book store earlier than all the rest of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, my favorite has always been Why the Last Man. Uh, it's a story about a plague that hits Earth and kills all male species except for um, one man and his monkey. Yorick. Yorick. And you remember his monkey's yep. name? Uh, Ampersand. Ampersand, yep. yep. Uh, he uh, was an escape artist, too. So that was always playing into the story a little bit. He escaped the plague. The monkey exactly. or the man? 
both. <laughs> well, because it was supposed to be a helper monkey. Yeah, I believe. yeah. He, uh, he was training. I remember, him? It's been a while since I've read it, but if I remember it, he uh, applied for him to train him to be a helper monkey, and then the plague hit. So he just went off on an adventure together, pretty much. And one of the cool things with White Last Man is the series is done now. Yes. And it's collected in, I mean, it's been collected in multiple formats over right. the years. But now it's only five volumes, I think $20 a piece. Yeah. Now? I think it was like a 60-issue run originally. Yeah. It's it's an older story. It came out in like 2002, early, early millennium. Early 2000s. Yeah. I've always heard rumors of that's going to get a show. Do we know? Has anybody heard any it, solid rumors? It was. They did start casting people for <laughs> it. was going to be on FX. Yeah. But last I heard, I think the guy that's supposed to play Yorick quit. I don't I know. I hadn't heard that one. I don't but know I, what's going last on Last I heard that, it was just on FX. I mean, it could be a very good show. I mean, the oh, books yeah. are great. So yeah. I'd be willing to watch it also. So, yeah, I guess- Just had the, just the whole- collapse of uh, civilization and women were taking over and well, they, they were just trying to find a way to make sure the human race did not come ex uh, extinct. Well, some people said that. Some people were like, no, men are supposed to die. You're yeah. an abomination. Yeah. Why are you still alive? Right. So other people were like, oh, we need to yep. repopulate whether oh, yeah. you want to or not. But they had Amazons and just people going crazy all over the place. It was great. And I believe his mom ended up becoming president because she was so far down the line of succession. Like, all the top roles were all men. So, I, after all that, I believe she became due rule of succession. Like, the president or high, somewhere up somewhere there. Somewhere up there, yeah. I don't and, remember if it was her who was president or if it was someone else. I was thinking, like, she was just secretary of education or something. So, it's like that, ten spots down yeah. the line of succession. Yep. So. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And it's mostly about him trying to get to his girlfriend that yeah. is in Australia. Yep. That was on vacation when the whole... Everything hit. But that goes to exactly what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't get a story like that out of Marvel or DC. No, not at all. You kill everybody. Not just all the superheroes and, like, deceased or Marvel zombies. No, you kill half the population in this. Or yeah. if that happens, it'll be only in a miniseries, like, a five-issue, whatever. Right. There's no way you're going to make a whole ongoing series about this. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was my pick. That was all-time favorite. Adrian, what's one of yours or your all time? You know, uh, it's it's die. It's um, the newcomer. The, mm. Yeah, I, I, it's been out for what since May of eighteen, I think. Uh, was it that? Like that? I thought it was, maybe that could, that could be possible. Maybe that's when I don't know. But it was one of those books that I I, I judged the book by the cover. I judged the book by the art inside, and I read it, and I fell in love with it, and I always talk about it. If you come into the store, I'm going to talk about Die. As about in Dice. What is that about the assassins that uh, were brothers? No, you're thinking of Die, Die, Die. Okay. That was, in Die, 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 it was Robert Kirkman that did that Okay, one. yeah. That was good, too. This one's about the uh, the kids who go, they get transported into their RPG. Two years later, five of the six come out. Oh, okay. And then sometime later, as adults and after they've screwed up their lives. And you smack the mic. And I smack the mic. Uh, <laughs> they get a message to go back in to the world. And they find the friend that they left behind. Okay. And yeah, that's 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 the one. That's that's what I keep liking. I mean, yeah. volume two the, that just came out in trade. They like, split the party mm -hmm. three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that one's awesome. Uh, I can't, I can't wait for the sabbatical to be over. Uh, this one seems to be taking a little bit longer than the last time. The fifth printing of Die was in November of last year, so I think issue one was last year also. Then. Okay. But I'm really getting into some of these other stuff, because I, I do love Marvel. I do love the DC stuff. I, 
Uh, I just can't get enough of that uh, Spider-Man Noir that came out this week and and Strange Academy. I am super duper excited. But um, on Facebook, I, on IDW's Facebook page, they talked about The Rising Sun. And uh, I had you guys order it for me. And it's just a three-issue miniseries, but it's cool. It's fun. It's like feudal Japan. They're fighting Japanese zombies, and it's it's fun. Uh, Laura, what's one of your favorite non-Marvel or DC book? Um, going back a while, I liked Letter 44 mm. back in the day. I thought that, that might out. be one of yours. I put it on my list also. So what do you like about it? I like that um, kind of mystery and the fact that like the idea behind the name was that every president gets a letter from like his predecessor that says, hey, this is what's really been going on. And this president comes into the hornet's nest of, by the way, there's an alien invasion and have fun with that. I'm going to be hiding. Yeah, he's like, you may have disagreed with my political, like, my war strategy, but we need, we need veterans that are ready for war and combat. and Space Wars. Yeah, Space Wars. <laughs> uh, and that series is done now also, I believe. Uh, and it's written by Charles Soule, who, if you're following him, he does a bunch of stuff, and it's pretty much always great. That one had a really long run, didn't it? Um, I don't yeah. remember what Maybe the not. final issue number was. Maybe not why the last man, but it was Should up I there. upstairs and look? Nah. <laughs> We've got them all upstairs. I'm actually kind of terrible. I haven't finished this series. I really liked it up <laughs> until that point. Like, I'm going to laugh uh, when you tell us that it was really yeah. awful at the end. <laughs> well, it did get kind of crazier because they actually were interacting with the aliens and like okay. a lot was going on and... A lot was going on in life, too, and I just never got back to it. Uh, looks like the final issue was number 35. Oh, I thought it was Something. even more than that, but okay. I can Which believe that. I, it made me happier if it was 44, but I get that. Well, the end is the <laughs> end. Yeah, don't drag it out if you don't have anything to say. So, mine's a toss-up. Uh, Why Last Man is definitely one of my favorites, but I think my all-time favorite is probably going to be Saga. Written by the same guy. Written by the same guy, Brian K. Vaughn. This one's the art by Fiona Staples. I can actually know these names, so that's fun. <laughs> um, it's Romeo and Juliet in space. Uh, There's a guy with a TV for a head. It, it, that reminds <laughs> that me. It is me up. super adult. adult. Yes. It is not for children in any way, shape, or form. Um, they go to, at one point, this... Yeah, I'll say it. They go to planet abortion. So, like, definitely not kid-friendly. And I think the first page, she's, like, giving birth, and yeah. it's pretty graphic. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's these two warring races, the the mom of the story, she was the prisoner guard of the dad, who became a pacifist. They fell in love while she was keeping him captive. They had a baby, and they're on this run from all forms of everybody in this space. So, Stockholm Syndrome? Uh, no, because, I mean, he became a pacifist, so it's not, like, he was like, uh, so she fell for him, I believe, is oh, okay. what it looked like, but I don't know. Like, he gave her, like, books to read, like, hey, read these books, and then that's how she became against the war also, and then they just fell in love over that, and running through space. You might get letters about this next comment. I've never read it. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> You should at least read Volume 1. I know, I know, yeah. I know. I I mean, it's worth it. Volume it's 1 really worth in it. Trade Bay Rag is only nine ninety nine. also, and I believe. everybody tells me I need to be reading it, so yeah. I need to. One thing yeah, that threw me I off later, and I didn't catch it right away, was the some of the narration was done by their futuristic daughter. Well, it's the daughter that was born in the first issue. I believe the whole narration is, is by it? her. Okay, that it's always either, kept throwing me off a little bit here and there. Yeah, I believe it's her diary or just her... 
thoughts or whatever, but like she is definitely talking to you, the reader. And it's because she kept saying, My mom and my dad were like this and that. And uh, be warned, you are not emotionally prepared for <laughs> like half the volumes. Like it will mess you up if you're not ready for that. Because uh, you'll get attached to characters, and of course, tragedy happens. Like they say, like, oh, life is either comedy or tragedy. This is definitely a tragedy. Yeah. All the way through. I mean, there are definitely high po- high points to it, but like, there's I think it's volume eight or nine, like five pages without any spoilers. I just kept turning it and just it hurt every single time. I kept turning the page. But yeah, that was definitely my number one of indie stuff is Saga. Um, other ones I uh, took notes of while I was in the store. Or well, sorry, one more question about Saga. Okay, because I'm terrible. Is it still going, or it, has it So, finished? it is on uh, an indefinite hiatus. Okay. Originally, they said they're going to take a one-year break, but it's been close to two years, or at least over a year and a half now. And at least Brian gave on and now it's like, hey, you know, we're not done with it. We are officially halfway through the story of Saga at this point. Hmm. And that's, I want to say, 54 issues so far. It's like either eight or nine volumes of it, and that's all it's on publication right now. And it's... Yeah, I, I I'm still waiting every day. I'm like, is it in? Is it in? Are, did they announce anything? So, still waiting on that one. And I might as well keep up the Brian K. Vaughn train of great things with Pride of Baghdad. Mm, oh, that's, my that's the animal that's one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that one is taking place over about the bombing of Iraq with when Saddam when Saddam Hussein was in control, and he had his own uh, private zoo. And this follows a pride of lions that get busted free from the zoo and follows them through. Now, it's definitely based off of true events because that happened and soldiers saw the pride of lions. We don't know what they're saying, what they're thinking or anything like that, but this definitely goes into that. And it has a nice perspective on what's a, what's the cost of freedom? Are you, would you be free and starve or in captive, but you're well taken care of? And a whole bunch of fi- family dynamics with the, and, it was another one, like, if you see something that Brian K. Vaughn writes, nine times out of ten, <laughs> pick it up and buy it. Like, it's worth getting into. Anything else about Pride of Baghdad that I missed? It's been a long time since I've read that. We did a book club about that one. We did we? do a book club about that it last year. Own. Last year or two years ago. And, like, the art on it, too, is just very pretty. I can't tell who the artist is on that. Uh, Nico, uh, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> Why <laughs> Let Adrian me? take a shake. Adrian's our linguist. Hen- Henrikin? Sure. Sure. Why not? I have actually not looked at this before. I've not had it uh, open in my hands. And yes, I will agree with this art. And this is all excellent. It's all self-contained, too. There is no volume two, three, four, whatever. It's just one volume. That's everything. And you're good to go. I think it was originally released in single issues. I, I'm not positive. I only ever read it in trade. I know. I only read it in trade also. But... Yeah, it was almost a little short. I remember the day I had it out, I blocked off a lot of time, and I was like, oh, I'm done. It is a quick read, but I think it's a good quick read. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, if they had gone any further, I would have been in big tears. Oh, but you, we can't count this because DC Comics helped with this, so this isn't a, exactly an indie book. Yeah, uh, Vertigo. Vertigo stamp on it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Vertigo, yeah. Oh, okay. It's not an incontinuity with Marvel or DC. Uh, I'm counting. I'm pretty sure that Brian came on and the artists, they still have the rights to it, I believe. So I'm willing to keep it as indie book. Yeah, this looks this looks amazing. I make up the rules as we go, so I'm we'll gonna seal this room. Okay. We finished book club, you're welcome. 
another one that was one of my favorites, if you're looking for a lighter tone of reading, Sex Criminals. Uh, Only read a couple issues of it. That was pretty good, though. Uh, admittedly, I'm very behind on it, but Matt Fraction is the writer. Chip, Zarda- Chip Zadarsky is the artist. I, both of those anymore are doing a bunch of writing now, so I don't know. Chip just does write a lot of writing, and then so, this is the only thing he does art on, or what? I don't know. But that one is a fun one where it follows at least the beginning stories. Follow this woman that finds out when she climaxes, she can freeze time. And it's like, oh, that's super weird. So she calls it the quiet place. And she meets this guy in college that when he does that, he he stops time as well. And he calls it something a little bit more vulgar. I'm not going <laughs> to say it on air because I want to keep that every E for everybody rating on. But it's a fun comedy where like, all right, well, we can do this. So now what? Like, well, we're both kind of poor. She runs a library, I believe, that's running out of business. And I think he just works at a soulless bank company or something he just hates his job so like all right let's rob a bank because i know how to do it you know we know how to do it and stop time and we'll just rob this place and make money off of it and it is for adults but it's not very graphic for some of the comics i mean i would still say teen plus because of the nudity and the sex and the accessories that have been used because there is the sex police that go on and you find out that not everyone has like not everyone has the same special power. Some people have other abilities. Like, I know one person, she, like, she tried to commit suicide. It was, like, the thrill of that. Well, she was able to stop time, like, made the ground, like, a, tra- a giant trampoline or something. It was weird. But, like, each one has their own special ability within that. And so, yeah, there's a secret society of sex police that try to make sure that people don't abuse power. But I don't remember if they themselves are abusing it, if like they're self-appointed or how that works. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I only read the first few volumes, but it was definitely well worth the read. It was, it's funny, and in the single issues, they do like sex tips, and it is super. <laughs> do not take them seriously because you will get injured more times than not, or you'll get in trouble legally otherwise. But if you can get them in single issues, do that. Otherwise, trades, it's good. Um, they did do a... Because in the trade, they get rid of the comments and stuff. They did a special trade where it's just the tips. <laughs> so it was just the sex tips that was at the end of each issue. was in its own collected volume. Another one that I really like is Killer Be Killed. Um, that one's only a four-volume series with Ed Brubaker as the writer and Sean Phillips as the re- artist. Uh, that's about as close as we can get to a real-life vigilante what happens in this. Uh, guy makes a deal with the devil that he has to kill people. He has to kill one person a month, otherwise the demon will kill him. And he's like, well, the demon's like, I don't care. Good guy, bad guy, whatever. He has to make one kill each month. So he's like, well, I'll start taking out bad guys. And it doesn't go well for him, is a short answer to that. But it is four volumes and really good. I'll have to check that out. I haven't read that before. Yeah, like I said, it's definitely one of the best. Um, Wasn't that book club once, too? That one we did do a book club of as well, yes. We did one copy, or one volume of book club with that. Um, I wonder where it went, because we should have it for you. Somewhere. (laughs) Unless someone else is borrowing it. The other last one that, well, I guess there's two more that I want to go over. Uh, One big one I want to go over quickly is Crosswind. It is an adult version of Freaky Friday, where... (laughs) 
dude and woman, they change bodies all of a sudden. They don't know really know why, but the dude is a hitman, and the woman is like a housewife. <laughs> so, like, the housewife wakes up in this guy's body, like, mid-interrogation slash killing someone, or either killing or cleaning up the body or whatever, and this dude's, like, mid-killing, and all of a sudden, oh, I'm why am I cleaning the sink, and I am no longer a boy. <laughs> uh, so, it's definitely a twisted version of that Freaky Friday. And the last one I feel like we can't not mention uh, for independent books is The Walking Dead. I was just going to say, we got to mention The Walking uh, Dead. I mean, it's I would say it's possibly the biggest one of the millennium at this point, mostly because the TV show. I mean, it's Robert Kirkman is the writer. I forget who the artist is. I mean, not just a TV show. I mean... Funko, toys. Oh, toys. I mean, just a whole every, I mean, t-shirts. They already have everything. one spinoff TV show on air now. They're working on another spinoff show. Plus making three movies, the last I heard, with Rick in it. Oh, really? So, they're, I mean, it is... You can't not mention Walking Dead when you talk about independent stuff. Sure. Uh, right. It started in 2003 in the comics. Ended last year with issue 193, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it is all done. You can read them all and be done with it. But and the comic is better than the show. Hands down, the comic is one hundred percent better than the show. Um, I don't know. So much better. My best guess is just because people got the actors got bored of stuff, or I don't know. Like, but if you remember when the show first started, I mean, it was going strong. We 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 talked about oh, uh, Daryl and um, Daryl and Merle were created Merle. for the show that were not in the books at all. Right, right. So it's just it's. Just something to say that, you know, it, it went so well that they even created more stuff to that it could be different from the book. I think that was kind of their main goal was don't be the book. Oh, well, yeah. I'll agree with that. The, the show is good. I will not not going to knock the show, but the book is just fantastic. Well, I think the show, the way the show and the book work is they both go from point A to point B. But how they get there are complete can be the exact same or they can be worlds apart of how they get there. Like, oh, this person, someone's going to lose their hand. Well, you know, in the show, it was Merle. In the books, it was Rick. Like, in the first two volumes, it was very early he lost his hand. So, they're probably like, well, we don't have the main actor not have a hand. Like, that CGI budget is ridiculous. So, we'll just have this other character, then we'll kill off that character. Um, So, yeah, that's definitely... The ending was good, too. I enjoyed the ending of it. The ending of the the series? Of the comic series, yeah. I, I mean, I have mixed feelings. The ending of it was very similar to the ending of Why the Last Man. Yeah. And kind of I think it annoyed me jump. the same way with that, where they did a time jump, and I was like, uh, seems kind of lazy to me, but I, I get it. Like, all right, we had our main ending, and now here's the actual end the end. Yeah. But, I don't know. It, it was okay. I'm okay with it. Nothing I can do about it anyway. I'm not okay with it. <laughs> yeah, so you read out. it. <laughs> But uh, anything else of independent stuff that we want to go over that I, I may have missed? Um, Once in Future. It's my personal favorite. Talk Another about Another one of them. Uh, no, I just love the fact that it's 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 a retelling of, uh, not really a retelling, it's just using King Arthur in a modern world, and he might be a bad guy, he might be a good guy, he probably shouldn't be brought back from the dead, Grandma. Why do you have a big stash of guns hidden in the forest? So, if you don't know the tale of King Arthur, the the lore is that eventually he will come back to Earth, and it'll be at the end of times. Now, there's a cult in this that says, oh, well, if we bring him back, that'll trigger the end. Or the end is triggered because, like, 
is it ending because he's back or is he back because it's ending? That sort of dichotomy of it. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> no, that's really all I wanted to say. I just, it's one of those books that I really enjoy that um, the art's good, the writing's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Laura, anything you can think of that's not Marvel or DC that you liked? Hmm. One that I liked, again, it's an older one, but partly because I thought it was cool that it kind of, well, I want to say, segued into Marvel as well. Um, there used to be this series, it was called Collider at first, but then it turned out that they didn't have rights to that name, so it became the Federal Bureau of Physics. And I thought it was a really cool series. Um, it's about a world where physics kind of stops working, and there are these sort of a police force that shows up when physics stops working to kind of clean up the mess and figure out what's going on and do what they can. And one thing I really liked about it was when I sat down and first started reading Spider-Gwen. I was like, this looks just like something I've seen before. And it turns out the same artist did Collider in Federal Bureau of Physics, um, Robbie Rodriguez. And he also went on to do Spider-Gwen. So I thought that was a cool crossover. Uh, any last thoughts, Jared? You look like you're about to see some uh, runner-ups. Uh, American Vampire. Um, Lock and Key. Lock and Key. The Dreamer. Uh, Fables. Uh, there's so many good independent stories out there. It's kind of hard to list them all and talk about them all. <laughs> so I guess the moral of this story is if you're afraid of trying something new, just ask. Like, yeah. we will, there is more than enough good things that we will tell you. Like, this is what do you like? What do you like to read about? What kind of characters do you like? We'll find anything for you that will be definitely different than the run of the mill Marvel and DC stuff. Yep. And especially right now when you've got those um, risk free issues too. Yeah, the I mean that's, that's one thing time. that we're doing at least with the first issue yeah. being risk free for that first week that it's out. Uh, the future book that was one of the risk free books this week. Right? Yes, uh, we'll go over that one yeah. shortly. So yeah, let's go with this week's best single issues. I guess this week's best releases. All right, um, I'll start with my pick. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the character uh, Adam Strange, but Strange Adventures. I was really having fun with that. Uh, it's Adam Strange. He's doing book signings and going on adventures in between his book signings. And it was just really fun. It had a lot to it. It was a good first issue. I hope uh, I like to see where it goes next. It's done by Tom King. Well, and that is a black label, too. So it is, as far as we know, not in continuity with right. everything else. And right. It is only a 12-issue miniseries, which yeah. is one of the longer black labels that we've seen. Right. But it was fun. It was really fun. So it's, uh, you know, him at the book signings dealing with the public was, it was cracking me up. It was fun. I'll go around the table. Adrian, what was your pick of the week? Actually, I have two. Um, Spider-Man Noir. Uh, it, it was one of the books that I, I kind of picked up before when he first came out. And um, I could have sworn that he was dead. So the fact that they were re-releasing the book again. Um, and I, and I love the way they just said how they kind of explained his death. They just assumed he was dead. So, just one of those things like, okay, that's easy. I like it. Uh, the art was really cool. The problem, though, um, I only hear Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> is that really a problem or is that no. just an opportunity? No, I guess not. But it's definitely one of those things that I'm like, what I, I, I want a different voice. No, no, you can't have that. Um, For, forever now, that's all you'll hear is Nick yes, Cage. Yes. Uh, for those who don't know, he was the only voice Spider-Man Noir in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, and then the other one is an image book, uh, Adolfo's uh, Mercy. Uh, definitely outside of my wheelhouse. I am not a typical fan of horror books. Um, 
but it's kind of a light horror. Sure, like it's slightly supernatural, but not like horrific. Horror. Right, right. Not, it's not gory. I should say uh, yet. I have a feeling yes. it's going to it's going to that's going to be you know. And it's funny because we we talked this early this year about um, miniseries, and so this is another miniseries noir. I'm assuming will be a miniseries. I'm super excited about Mercy Image. Um, if you come into the store, I'll definitely point it out to you. And yes, Spider-Man Noir is a five-issue mini. Yeah, right. Laura, what was your pick of this week? I guess it's probably not surprising that Miles Morales Spider-Man is one of my top. Um, Wait, do you like Spider-Man? Yeah, I like Spider-Man. <laughs> well, only a little bit. Um, I promise I did read other things, but <laughs> nothing else really stuck out except maybe the crow... Lethe. Lithe? Lithe? Leith? I don't know. Yeah, it's not Lithe because it's L-E. I don't know. It's the crow. It's it's the name of a river, I think they said at the end. Okay. That that was kind of interesting, but since I'm not a big crow fan, I'm like... I like the movies, but uh, never did even read the original comics. Uh, You know, had the crow in a circus this time. So, Mm -hmm. that's pretty neat. So, that'd be the crow and Miles. Miles. Which Miles number is that one? 16. Miles, Miles Morales, 16. Uh, I guess that would leave me next with my favorite books this week. I'm going to go with two of them. I'll go with Mark's pick first. That was Strange Academy, number one, by Scotty Young and looks like Humberto Ramos is the artist. That sounds right. Cool. Um, so, if you have been reading, or if you did read Wolverine and the X-Men about three years ago, it's very similar feel to that where it's a whole bunch of new people. So this one, that one was a bunch of new mutants. This one is just a bunch of new magic users. Uh, Doctor Strange and fellow magicians set up like, all right, we need a school of magic. Takes uh, have it based in New Orleans because I think their excuses. Well, there's a bunch of freaky people around here anyway. They won't notice us. Um, now, of course, they still hide it within magic, so you can't see it if you're not magical abilities or whatever. And it didn't really surprise me. It, it was one of my, like, I struggled to make that one not my pick of this week. Like, I didn't want to double up with Mark, but I also was like, eh, it is really that good. It really was. It really was. It, it rem- the artwork reminded me of exactly when you talked about the, the new mutants, the young mutants, or I definitely remember them during Messiah Complex when the kids tried to rescue the adults. Mm-hmm. The adult mutants, and I'm like, oh, this is that art. I, I love that art. Yeah, it's whimsical, but not full cartoon, I would say. Right, yeah. It's cartoony, but not completely. And it fits the whole motif of magic. All well, magic and just the younger perspective of mm-hmm. like, all right, this is, maybe it's just their lens that they see, like, they're a little bit naive with it and right, right. view life that weird way. Or it's just, just that way, not necessarily that weird way. I'm actually going to be really excited to see, like, every few issues, like, what test are they going to be given? Like, well, oh, today you're going to fight for your lives. Like, yeah, survive. This. <laughs> well, that's what it ends with. Like, I hope you survive. Like, right, right. It's, it throws back to the X-Men. Welcome to the X-Men. Hope you survive the experience. Welcome to the Strange Academy. Good luck. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I mean, it essentially is Professor Xavier's school for the gifted only... Doctor Strange's school for magic. Well, it seems like he's not going to be there all the time either. They're going to have a rotating professor cast. Right, of right. Brother Voodoo, um, Scarlet Witch. Magic. Uh, Did I see Son of Satan in there? Uh, Nico from Runaways. Right. Like, it's it's going to have a very good rotating cast. I mean, Loki's in this book even. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I saw him in there. So, like, I think it'll be a very fun read. Mm-hmm. That'll be a nice break. Like, all right. There, there's gonna be some high stakes to it, but ultimately it should be pretty 
pretty chill to read. Uh, the other one that was my pick of this week then was Join the Future number one. It's an Aftershock comic by Zach Kaplan and Peter Kowalski, uh, I believe is the name. Um, Mark Today, Mark asked me for, like, all right, what's your elevator pitch for this book? I was like, well, it's a book of past versus the future, old versus new, of which would you go to? Do you want to go to a utopia that you may be a slave to everything? We don't really know, because, you know, usually things, if they're too good to be true, there's usually something bad behind it. And there's a reason that they're tr- the group of people are staying out of the technology-based city. Well, as far as, well, we don't know. I mean, they just, well, the, they, they, they believe that it's, it's too good to be true. Right. They, they'd rather die free than live enslaved, basically. Yeah. So, it's definitely a... A Wild West in the future? I don't know. It's kind of what it feels like. It surprised me. Maybe I do need the to cliffhanger this. ending is... Yeah, I'm ready for number two. Right. So, it, it somewhat follows this guy and his his whole family. Like, oh, he's the sheriff of the town. He, he's like, all right, you know, you guys from the future town, we don't want your handouts. We want to stay here and not give up to your taking over us, I guess. And at the, by the end of the issue, you're no longer, you don't care about him anymore. It's a focus on someone completely different. And I, I don't know, it just, it really enjoyed me. Plus, if you buy it now at Alter You Comics, we have a little Join the Future button that is free with purchase with that, which is a fun little th- thing that they give away. What if I buy it and I don't like it? Uh, I believe that is part of the risk-free guarantee. So if you buy it and don't like it this week, bring it back within one week and you'll get your money back. As store credit. As store credit. As long as it is still in sellable condition. I believe that's the caveat that Mark uses. So, yeah, that was, I don't know. Let's say, Jared, you read it. Laura, did you read I it? I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if uh, Strange Adventures wasn't my pick, this was going to be my I, pick. Yeah. This was just amazing. And I will be adding it to my pull list. I added it to mine. I added that one and Doctor Strange, or Strange Academy, both to my pull list, because I'm like, these are really good. Now, I didn't read Strange Academy. Is it... Uh, have any feel like a Harry Potter theme style magic going to school or not sure not as safe as Harry not Potter as safe as definitely Harry not Potter. as safe as Hogwarts like it is well, kids still died at Hogwarts that's not well true. yes but like <laughs> there it doesn't give that illusion of like oh we're secluded and we're safe no it is in the middle of earth and there I mean the first issue, the the school gets attacked. Doctor Strange oh, is fending off an attack right. while at that while on campus. Well, and even the students when they meet each other, there's a couple of times when like, oh, you're the son of this villain. I must fight you. And you're a demon, right. or hey, you're a frost giant. Right. We don't get along because we're all villains or whatever. But yeah, racist. It's, that's just the way they see it. The art is very good. I'll have to read that. Might just pick one of those up too. Yeah. So, is there any other books that stood out to you guys this week? I'm still reading uh, Middle West. That came out. I got that on my pull list. And uh, that's one of those. It's like a modern day uh, fantasy adventure book that I'm actually really behind. I have issue 15 right here in my hand, but I think I'm only read up to like issue 10. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit behind. Just a skosh behind. But, you know, I, I definitely read like three issues to get to 10. I've been reading them in chunks and I'm still not disappointed. So I have faith. So it's binge worthy. So it, yeah, yeah, it's definitely binge worthy. Um, so we're not single issues. It's definitely a good one for trade. It starts off in a really good with a really good mystery of what is going on, and it just kind of evolves itself out and really spells everything out really well. And that's the one that he has like a talking fox, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So you like talking foxes even. Unfortunately, you can ask what the fox says in this one. <laughs> I was debating if I was going to be the one to bring it up. It's like, I don't want everyone to hate me. That's okay. I'll they let them hate, hate Adrian. That's all right. It wasn't me this time. Uh, so before we go, I'm, since Mark's not here, I'm going to resurrect the thing that we did like twice and have done since. As who is your favorite hero this week? Comic book or otherwise? And I'll even start it off with my saying, my favorite hero this week is Aquaman. <laughs> Get out. So the reason why Aquaman, oh, I don't know if you, was, yet. you didn't see this. Uh, so this past weekend, Laura and I went to a hockey game up in Toledo, and oh. it was Justice League themed, which, whatever. Uh, but at the <laughs> beginning of the show, or the game, not the show, geez, beginning of the game, they had the local, I think it was the SWAT team or whatever, uh, oh, yeah. cosplayed as different superheroes. And they would repel, they all repel from the ceiling. Like, oh, we need to find the puck. Who will save us? And they cosplay as the different heroes. But the reason why Aquaman is my favorite is because while repelling, he was dressed as Jason Momoa Aquaman. And as you know, he has long hair. Long hair and repelling is not great when the long hair gets stuck in the <laughs> repelling gear. So as he was repelling, yeah, like maybe 20 feet away from the ground, his wig got caught right in the gears. I know. So he like everyone else is down. Like, I mean, he was like stuck there. Like he like he it, was it stuck jammed. there for about ten minutes. Okay, all right. Like all right. he was like really at one point. He took, I mean, he immediately took the wig off completely. Sure. He was trying to rip it out. Someone like tossed him scissors. He was trying to cut as much as he could out, and he was just hanging there, dangling, like pressing release. Like we actually have a video of him on the rope bouncing to get it down. Like he was like he started playing music and he like was bouncing to the music, to the beat of the music, just trying to keep it down. So eventually he was able to get free. The game happened. And that's why Aquaman is my hero of the week. All right. Who wants to go next for their hero of the week? Yeah. I wish you could have warned us. Yeah. You could have warned us a little bit. I thought about it, but then I forgot to. I have any cool (laughs) stories now. It doesn't have to be a good story. Just. (laughs) I guess I'll take a risk on a a real life hero because I'm I'm sure he'd appreciate the shout out. I'll do Brian Whitaker. Or should I use last names? I guess. Ah, you do it. I mean, yeah. you already did. So, oh, it's I mean, I, I can beep it out, but I, don't, <laughs> I think it'll probably be fine. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to, like, track down my hero. And it's really Spider-Man anyway, so go after him. But he's our, our union steward, and he's been really fighting a lot lately for our rights as workers. And he's kind of been, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I almost want to say venting about how much effort it takes and no one knows. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no one does know. You, you've been here, like, an extra two, three hours every night this week, just taking care of stuff that it's, like, head against the wall. Why do we even have to discuss this? So, so yeah. he's doing a good job. You're a union steward, or whatever you want to call him. Yep. If that's the right word, I don't know. Yep, that's the title. Cool. I use the right word on accent. Woo-hoo. Jared, it's going to have to be you next. Okay. Um... Any co-workers? Uh, that's what I was just thinking <laughs> since she pointed that out. I'm going to go with, uh, uh, I work at uh, Crime Victim Services also, and our executive director has been there coming up on 35 years. He's been helping victims of crime and just, he'd done great work in the community and everything. So I'm going to have to give him a shout out to David Voth of uh, Crime Victim Services. That's a good one, I'd say. All right, Adrian. Oh, jeez. You did not get as much time as you thought you would from him. Oh, yeah, I know. Keep it I just work with computers, so I don't really. <laughs> I mean, it could be family or. Yeah, I was going to say you've got an awesome wife. Uh, you could suck up to your wife right now. I and, could. You know, 
Like or your the, kid that is excited for this. Did you record any of this, by the way? Like you said you would? <laughs> oh, no. <yeah>. I'm, <laughs> my yeah, daughter wanted right to now. come over and uh, watch us record this. And I'm like, well, we're just really going to be sitting around doing nothing and just kind of talking and hanging out and talking about comic books. So we're going to say hi, Bonnie, for the video. If you, or you just do a panoramic. No, I, I, it's just recording on my phone. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, she's really great and, and, and she's really interested in all sorts of stuff and she just wants to figure out what, what I'm doing with my life and hopefully I don't give her <laughs> too many do. bad examples. Yeah, I'm even trying to figure out what I'm doing <laughs> with my life. Uh, no. Um, but it's good to be curious. That's, yeah. It, that's it, heroic it, in itself. That is. That is. Um, so Bonnie. Bonnie will be my hero. Sounds good. So on that, uh, I think we'll say make sure you... Rate, review, subscribe. I don't know what all the things that Mark usually says is with this. Don't forget to click right here if you want to <laughs> subscribe. Uh, that's only on video. We're not doing oh, that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, let us know what your stuff, what your stuff that your independent books that you like to read. What's your favorite independent book? Yeah, or what's your favorite book in general, and who's your favorite hero? Or, or better yet, go be someone else's favorite hero. Challenge accepted. So... Uh, unless anyone's got anything else to say, um, links will be in the show notes of the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go to our store if you want to buy stuff from us online at alterucomics.biz. Uh, Mark should be in next week, knock on wood, barring any anything bad happening. <laughs> Let's hope not. You do realize now if something does, it's your fault. Uh, I said it ironically, or I said it sarcastically, so it should be okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks for listening, and... Let me jump on these drums real fast. Hold on, give me a second. All right, go. All right, so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) We'll, we'll, We'll see you guys next time, guys. 